Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Large energy users such as data centres or big manufacturing plants have a big challenge decarbonising without losing vital supplies of electricity. For a start, they need to rethink where they can get reliable renewable energy into their facilities. This is what the US multinational UIC or the Utility Innovation Group does. And today they're announcing that they're buying the Irish energy consultants Enicity. Alan McHugh is the boss of Enicity, which has been taken over and is with us now. Good morning, Alan. Morning, Joe. Thanks for having me. We'll come to the takeover deal. What does Enicity do? So Enicity provides specialist strategic advisory services in the energy sector uh, here in Ireland mainly, but across the UK and Europe also. And you've, you're, you're now in business with this much larger American ground. What's going to change? So, uh, mainly our, our resource base and our capability will extend much beyond what we would have been able to achieve uh, up until now. So we formed the, the business uh, almost three years ago, uh, centred around experience we have in designing and implementing uh, high capacity energy solutions for large energy users, uh, utilities, uh, mainly around generating strategies for how they would get their developments off the ground. With the benefit of the UIG investment, we're now able to take that a step further, develop those strategies out into detailed uh, designs. Do of, you as actually make some of, some of the um, solutions, as it were, for energy companies? So we've a, we've a broad capability uh, in terms of our own expertise in developing those concepts and designs, as I've said. We also provide some uh, technology solutions, particularly our, our energy storage platform is, is quite popular with our existing client base in the US. And is that a type of battery? It is. Um, it's, it's derived of a a repurposing of uh, e-mobility battery platforms that uh, Volvo Penta use in their trucks, incidentally. Mm. Um, so rather than we don't reuse, we actually repurpose those batteries for a stationary use. So you, so you take it out of these giant trucks that, the, that Volvo has made and you use it to provide energy uh, at short notice for those companies that want to use more renewable energy. Exactly. So energy storage is a highly complementary technology to renewable energy, for example, mm. because... Here in Ireland and, and in many parts of Europe, our main sources of renewable energy are, are wind and solar, which are intermittent in nature. So energy storage allows us the opportunity to store some of the excess energy that we may have when we're producing a lot of uh, renewable electricity mm-hmm. and keep that for times when perhaps the, the availability is that bit lower. When the wind is not blowing and the sun is not shining. Exactly. Um, there are other advantages to the technology also in that they provide, uh, the, the technology and the electronics in these devices provide certain services that uh, utilities are willing to pay for because it makes it easier what to What type operate. of services? Um, batteries will respond very, very quickly, instantaneously, in fact, mm. to, uh, I suppose, negative. Being switched on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they, they'll react very quickly to uh, negative events on the grid if there's a, a severe power outage, for example, and there is a need for certain regions in the grid to react quickly to that. Batteries are very well placed to do that. How come there aren't more of these things uh, out there? I mean, you, you said how you've taken it out of a truck. I mean, surely any medium-sized business then could, in theory, buy these batteries and have them instead of a generator. Well, we, we've invested years, I suppose, and, and a lot of our, our, our time and effort and, and, and funds in, in developing the technology out further to, as I say, repurpose it from a platform whereby it is used in, in uh, e-mobility and in trucks and heavy goods vehicles. Mm. Um, there's a lot of uh, expertise required to uh, develop the additional and auxiliary systems that pull these batteries together and allow them to, to operate in the way, as I've suggested there, uh, in support of the grid, for example. So, 
um, maybe to, to talk to that point a little more, uh, the regulators, the energy regulators will have uh, standards and procedures and requirements in relation to how batteries will operate. Mm-hmm. That translates into having to carry out a, a pretty uh, detailed design so that the the system itself, as opposed to the battery modules, will be able to respond in the way that regulators wish them to do uh, uh, in the o- event. Of the almost same. automatically or would it require kind of human interaction? Uh, mostly, uh, uh, mostly automatically to do uh, relating to, to signals that are sent out across the grid. You do a lot of work for the giant American tech companies, the likes of Meta and AWS. Um, uh, they are responsible for or own or run some of the biggest data centres in the world and especially in this country. And there's a debate we're not going to go into now about energy usage in data centres. Um, so your solution will hopefully remove some of the fossil fuel that will go to make uh, their data centres run. Yeah, so the, the, the key value that Utility Innovation Group provides is we, we integrate various different forms of power generation, energy storage, even grid connection infrastructure. Mm. Put it all together on a microgrid based system is how we call it. Um, to allow large energy users, but but also utilities to have access to and to be able to provide uh, sustainable and resilient power supplies to meet demand at a given time. Tell us what a microgrid is. I'm trying to visualise it. Is it a series of cables all connected or is there some other physical infrastructure? So I suppose literally, as the name suggests, it is a, a microcosm or a miniature version of the overarching national grid. Um, it's a small network, uh, locally based or, or co-located on a single site, mm. which allows uh, anyone who's using the microgrid to link different forms of power generation, whether it's renewables, wind, solar, um, your energy storage facilities, uh, your connection to the overarching grid to pull it all together and to use it in a smart, efficient way so that the type of power that you're using at a given time is the most economic, the most sustainable, the least carbon emitting, for example. And um, it allows us in particular to move away from what is essentially a, a centralised power grid that exists today, mm-hmm. a grid that was built for the, the 20th century, and move towards a decentralised power grid, which is more a 21st century architecture. In which companies and consumers create their own energy and then potentially feed back into that grid. And even better again, to feed back also. So um, many of our clients like to refer to themselves as good grid citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that what they're referring to there, or even prosumers, they're referring to the fact that they're not only, um, I suppose, consuming large volumes of electricity, but they're also bringing uh, additionality in terms of renewables to the table. They're bringing uh, more resilience to the network. They're offering services in return. It's not just a, a take relationship. It's also a give relationship. Uh, final question and going back to this battery situation. How far out is it before each household could have its own battery from which it can store the energy that it's created, whether it's from its roof or its heat pump or from ground source or whatever? It's possible to do that today. I think probably the reason that you don't see it so much is uh, we're definitely going through a, a period of transition whereby I mentioned uh, the regulators and the policymakers earlier. Um, we need more extensive and more detailed policy and regulation to allow um, all the way down to residential consumers, but but it's true also of industrial and commercial consumers to be able to use all of these new technologies that are emerging over time and continuing um, to evolve and improve. Uh, we need better policy, uh, better regulation to allow us to access that in a more meaningful way. But we're a few years away, four years away, five years away. As I say, it's possible to do it right now, whether it's totally economic to do right now mm. is, is possibly questionable. But I would imagine that certainly out towards the end of this decade, you will see a, a much greater prevalence of that. Thank you, Alan. That's Alan McHugh, the boss of Enicity, which has been taken over by UI.
C U I G U I G U I G. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.